Well, hello everybody, it's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know in this Easter season that Jesus is risen. He's risen everywhere and he's risen exactly where you are and that Jesus is present to you right now. Well, I pray that you had a really wonderful Easter period of time. In the part of the world I am, and I know this is not the case everywhere, but in many, many places, we give chocolate and uh, to each other uh, to celebrate the whole Easter deal. I'm not sure where that all came from, to be honest, uh, but it certainly is a tradition. Our grandchildren gave Rosemary and I a great amount of chocolate, and Rosemary loves Easter. You know why? Because Rosemary loves chocolate. Oh my goodness, there's always chocolate in her house. I mean, she just, she just, did she, uh, she's a chocoholic, as they say. She loves chocolate. And so we have had a very blessed weekend. Thank you to all of you who sent your wishes. I pray that you have had a blessed time and continue to have a blessed time as well. Well, we are talking in this series about living in victory, living in victory. And we are victorious, you know, that's the way we're meant to live. And you might say, well, how does that work? Well, Adam and Eve, when they rejected God, this original sin, this flaw, this fault, devastated our relationship with God and separated us. And we had no ability to get back. In In a sense, we were defeated. And But the Father sends his son, Jesus, saves us, restores us. And what Jesus does is overcomes the central... Uh, effect of the of humanity's rejection of God which was death separation from God and death is overcome because Jesus rises again from it and we enter into this resurrection through baptism we are born again we are born again and it's quite remarkable and so in our own lives we're meant to reflect that victory now you might stop and say well my life goes through really hard times. And there are people who go through really hard times, really tragic times. We all have moments of struggle, don't we? But that doesn't mean we can't be victorious. You have a look at some of the people who've gone through history and we can read them, read about them, some of the great men and women of faith through history who've been in the most oppressive of places and yet they have been able to be victorious within themselves. So victory is not linked to having no problem. Victory is linked to what Jesus has done. And it is an attitude that we learn in our life. Now, victory is very much linked to our faith, our our faith level, our ability to believe what God has done. Right. And, And in the last couple of days, I've talked about a way that we help build our faith is through remembering. We need to go back and we need to look in our own life and say, look at what God did, because sometimes it's hard to see God in the future, but we certainly can see what God has done in the past in our lives. When I look at some of the great stories and miracles in my life of God's action and work, if I remember them, they build my faith because they're solid and I see them. There are also those times when I need to go back and I need to remember what God has said to me, what God has convicted me of, that sense of conviction in my conscience. And that as I remember those things, and as those things come true, I'm changed. And we see this principle of faith being built right through the scriptures, where people remember what God has done and remember what God did. We see it right through the Old Testament. But here's one I want to re- look at from Acts chapter 1, verse 22. Jesus has died, he has risen, he has ascended to heaven again. And the Holy Spirit falls upon the apostles 
in the upper room. And Peter comes out to address the crowd that gathers who wonder if they're all drunk. And Peter comes out remembering, remembering, and you'll hear the word attest in this, uh, meaning remember what God has done and then what God has seen. And so you'll see a conviction, a belief in the midst of uh, the circumstances that we're in. Chapter, uh, chapter 2, verse 22. Acts chapter 2, verse 22. And Peter addresses the crowd. You, you that are Israelites, listen to what I have to say. Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested to you by God with deeds of power and wonders and signs that God did through him among you, as you yourselves know. This man handed over to you according to the definite plan and foreknowledge of God. You crucified and killed by the hands of those outside the law. But God raised him up, having freed him from death, because it was impossible for him to be held uh, in its power. What Jesus, uh, Peter comes along and he says, Jesus of Nazareth was someone that was attested to us, told to us. We could see by his actions that, and his great deeds of great power that God was with him. Um, but you killed him through the hands of people outside the law, people who were not Jews, the Romans. You had him killed. Um, but he's been raised up. He's been raised up and, and, and having freed, uh, because he's been freed from death. Um, uh, what Peter is saying is, this is what I believe. This is what I know. This is what I have seen. This is what I have heard. Peter is remembering what has happened. And so he stands in conviction. One of the biggest prayer requests we receive, and I received a very sad letter uh, from someone recently who talked about their children rejecting the faith, their children not having faith anymore. And, and they wrote in such a way that they were defeated. Uh, and, and they said, you know, my life has been destroyed because my children have rejected faith and rejected God. And rather than them live in victory, what they're allowing is their circumstances to cause them to live in defeat. See, if we're called to be victorious people, living in the victory of what Jesus has done. And, and, and do we think that God can't look after our children, our sons, our daughters, that haven't heard, who've rejected faith, that God can't reach them? No, no, no. What we have to do is we need to live in faith trusting that God is victorious and that God will look after our children, our sons and our daughters, who today in this world where so much of the world has moved away from God, that they are caught up in. But God is bigger. And so if we live victorious, we live in that sense of my God is with me. My God is able to overcome. My God is bigger than any problem that we face. Any rejection of faith, even though my children cannot see right now, God loves them. And so victory is a language. Victory is an attitude that we live by. And even though we might think we see defeat, we stop and we go, no, no, but death has been overcome. There's no one who can overcome death. And so it is an attitude that we train ourselves in. And so we speak the truth. We, we live the victory because of what God has done. And so if today you're facing problems, if today you're facing difficulty, if today you are facing sadness and struggle, know that you are victorious 
But that doesn't mean we live with a sense of ecstasy in our life and, and we feel wonderful and we just deny our circumstances. No. But we know that Jesus can overcome all things. And so our trust is in Jesus. When we stop and we say, I can hear what you're saying. I know what you did and I'm trusting in you. My faith is in you for myself, for my family, for my circumstances. It's an attitude. And it's why we see many of the great men and women of faith and history go through terrible times, but be so strong because their confidence is not in their circumstance, but rather their confidence is in God. Living victoriously is putting your eyes firmly upon Jesus, who is the victor, who overcame, not on the circumstances around us that we may be living in. We might be captured in a war. We may be in the, in the midst of terrible circumstances and oppression, but we can be victorious in all of those. Put your eyes on Jesus and, and allow yourself to be, live in the victory of what he has done for you. Loving Father, we give you thanks and we give you praise that we are victorious in you despite what's happening around us. You raised us up in you. And we give you thanks and we give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Hey, God bless you. See you tomorrow. And don't forget wherever you are, God is never far from you.